We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. Welcome to the show. Should married couples stay together for the kids? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials, hello, I'm waving at you there with my sideways peace sign on each side of the microphone. Glad that you're here today, and of course on WAVA, uh, 105.1 FM, uh, right here out of Arlington, Virginia. Covering all of the DMV, that's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And uh, today we're going to be talking about parenting marriage. You know what that is? Is a parenting marriage a viable alternative to divorce? Is a parenting marriage healthy for your children? In other words, should you should you stay together for the kids? The romance is gone. You don't necessarily, uh, you know, hate the other person you're married to. You just don't have that that romance anymore you may even be staying in in separate bedrooms or you could be staying in the same bedroom but yet there's just not uh that uh loving feeling between you when it comes to the romantic piece of the marriage but you still can be friends you still are paying the bills you know and so instead of uh getting a divorce you've decided you know what maybe it's better to just co-parent well what do y'all think about that good idea not such a good idea. I want to hear from you. Maybe some of you are even in it right now. Maybe you've thought about it. Maybe you're right there at that point of decision saying, Lord, what should I do? Should we just stay together because of the kids? Even though there may not be any love between us. Well, that's what we're going to talk about on this marriage Monday. And so let's bow for a word of prayer, commit our times, our time to the Lord. And of course, our phone lines are now open. The number is 888 888- Four three two seventy four thirty four. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we know that you have called us to uh, connect with you and with one another, and that that connection might be intimate and close. So I do pray for marriages under the sound of my voice that they uh, might uh, get a sense of closeness through the conversation, give them some decision making discernment. And uh, we pray for every uh, married couple, as well as those that are thinking about getting married, uh, that you would allow this topic to be one that's quite helpful. We commit today's show over to you now in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. 
Now, of course, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com and give me a, you know, uh, an email there. Uh, it hits me even when I'm not on the air. I'd be more than happy to connect with you that way. My phone number here in the studio, if you want to call me, is 888-432-7434. And, of course, if you are looking for consulting for your organization, your school, your university, your corporation, your government contracting business, and you want to talk about leadership, diversity, well, make sure you go to gracismglobal.com. That's gracismglobal.com. Now, my number live in studio, 888-432-7434, that's 888-43-BRIDGE. Is a parenting marriage a viable alternative to divorce? Uh, you know, a lot of people don't want to be divorced, but they don't see any other way out because the marriage is not working. But they have kids, so you can't just walk away. Is it better to say, you know what, even though this marriage is not working, I'm not going to get out of it because our kids are young. They're 8, they're 10, they're 13, they're 12, they're 16. So what do you do? Do you stay in the marriage for the kids, not necessarily for the man or for the woman? I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. So parenting marriage is a term created to describe a marriage or a partnership in which the primary focus is on co-parenting rather than romantic or sexual intimacy. And this arrangement is often chosen by couples who want to prioritize the well-being and stability of their children while acknowledging that their romantic relationship is no longer working. Is that uh, a representation of you in your current relationship? Where you say, Pastor, uh, Dr. Anderson, we, we co-pastor, we co-parent, but we don't stay in the same bedroom. We co-parent, but we don't live in separate locations. We decide to stay under the same roof. We co-parent, and we share the bills. It's financially better for us to do that. Don't judge me. You don't know what's going on in my house, but we're fine with it. Okay, no judgment over here. I want to hear from you if this is your scenario or if you're thinking about it. Uh, because, you know, it's terrible to talk about divorce after it already happened. And some people are thinking, well, maybe divorce is the only option. Maybe it's not. Maybe this is an option. Or maybe this is not a good option either. Maybe you're like, you know what, Doc? I'm not going to stay in this house with this person uh, as my spouse uh, if we are not communicating and connecting, even with the kids. All right? We can figure the kids out. Maybe you think kids are resilient. And you know what? They're fine. They can come visit me on the weekends or go visit him on the weekends. But I'm not going to live this way. Well, I want to hear from you. I want to talk it through. I want to walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it. And maybe you know somebody in this scenario and you have a question about that. How do you best support a man who is not uh, sexually uh, intimate with his wife? How do you support a woman who is not romantically connected to her husband? Is there any good thing about staying together, even if you're not feeling the love between you? Because you do have children, you love them, you want to make sure they get to school on time, that they eat right, uh, that they see you together as a family, that you guys eat together, even, even as a family. 
I know couples that can be very cordial this way. They'll go out to McDonald's together. They'll go out and eat together. They'll split duty on who takes this person uh, to soccer, who takes this person to school. If they're on the same insurance, uh, their money's still coming in, and they are, are you know, paying only one mortgage, one rent. Uh, but they just, you know, they may not be in the same room. Or they may just feel better as friends than as, as lovers. Well, I want to hear from you. That is the topic today. What do you think? Should married couples stay together for the kids? My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. And what are your friends telling you? What are, you, what are your parents telling you? When you go to your mom and say, Mom, you know, we're just not in love anymore. I'm just staying for the kids. So let me go ahead and make their lunches right now. Is mom supporting that and saying, you know what, you still be a good wife? Or is mom saying, you know what, you shouldn't have to live like this? Well, I want to know what you're thinking. My phone lines are open. I'm running to my break. And when I get back, we'll be talking together on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Tebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this, I was not just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Digluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of Gracism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Gracism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether it's for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of Gracism into your life and leadership today. Visit Gracism 
global.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of racism. It's Marriage Monday. Call us with your questions about marriage and relationships. Now here's your host, Dr. David Anderson. That's me. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 888-432-7434. That is my number live here in studio, and I'm looking forward to talking to you. We're talking about a parenting marriage, uh, the primary example of what this looks like is a marriage where a couple may not be necessarily in love, but they are committed to raising their children together. And so they are going to co-parent but live in the same house. Is that beneficial? Has, it been, has anybody grown up in a house like this where your parents, uh, you know, you could just tell maybe they weren't in love or you didn't even realize that they weren't in love until you learned it uh, a little bit you know, later, maybe they got divorced after you went uh, to college or something like that. I would like to hear from you if you grew up in that scenario as well. Uh, my phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. 888-43-BRIDGE. Those exact digits are 888-432-7434. That's 888 Three, four. So a parenting marriage, is it better than divorce or should divorce be the honest thing to do and let the kids sort of get over it? But what's most important is your romantic connection with one another. What do you think about that? Do you have any thoughts on this? My phone number 888-432-7434. Oftentimes we talk about the necessity for couples to be in love and or do they have to be in love in order to really have a good marriage we've talked about marriages of convenience haven't we and so do you always have to be in love or is it okay to say you know what i love my spouse i'm not in love with my spouse anymore i'm not attracted to her i'm not attracted to him uh any longer uh, but, you know, I'm committed. I made a vow before God, and I'm going to live that vow out. And then how do you feel about that if you're the other party? Okay, so you're staying with me because you made a vow, but you really don't love me. How does that feel? And do you stick with that and, and be okay with that? Well, I'm glad that my husband is committed to God, and he's committed to me. I know he doesn't love me. Uh, I know he's not in love with me, rather. Uh, but he's serving me, and he's caring and that's all i can ask for and so that's where we that's where we settle are you okay with that i mean nobody wants that but let's just say that's your scenario what do you do ladies if you're in that scenario do you um sort of push at him to love you better do you have an attitude because he's not attracted to you do you say, well, if you're not attracted to me, fine, then, you know, I'm going to, uh, there's several other men who have shown that they are attracted to me. So maybe that's what you do. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know if this represents uh, my listeners at all. 
who would agree that uh, staying together for the kids would be a better alternative than divorce. And by the way, uh, a bit cheaper, too. Did you know that? (laughs) You know, divorce comes with uh, a cost, but a parenting marriage can have financial benefits. You know, it enables both parents to contribute to the household expenses and share the cost of raising the kids. And by maintaining a joint household, they can potentially reduce individual financial burdens and provide a more stable economic environment for their children. And so for some people, it's just the numbers. The numbers work better if I stay here and you stay here than if we try to go elsewhere and try to get an apartment. You know, so you have an apartment, I'm staying at the house. Or you're staying at the house and I'm going to go get an apartment. Well, apartments aren't cheap. And then the kids will come over and hang out with me for a few days and I'll cover the cost of the food. And then they'll go back over to the, uh, and you cover the cost of the food. Now we got to work out how do we get them to school, who picks up who. And so practically speaking, it seems like living together would be better beneficially. And by the way, this is what a lot of unmarried couples do. They live together and they cohabitate because financially it's better. But is it really God's will for that? I don't believe that it is. But when you're married, is it God's will for you to be together because of, uh, you know, to cohabitate but be legally married, right, and not romantically uh, connected? What do you think about that? Has this been anyone's experience that you could speak to? Or maybe you have a question about it and you're wondering what to do. Well, I'm here to walk you through it, talk you through it, pray you through it. So feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Let's kick it off in Rockville, Maryland with Sherry, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Sherry. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? Good day. I'm great. Thank you. Blessings to you. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking? So I was raised in a family like this, mm-hmm. and I had something kind of similar happen in my marriage. And here's what I'm going to say. As a child in that, my mom and my dad refused to change their actions and their attitudes. Mm-hmm. And so they made things really terrible for us. For the kids. He was cheating and abusive. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she was angry all the time. Wow. And when they finally divorced, we sat there and said, why did you not do it sooner? And Are you I was serious? And my sister was 16. Yes, we begged wow. them finally to get away from each other. And How? my sister was the reason. Oh. She's holding the baseball bat. She's the reason why my mom finally said, you know, I can't do this anymore. Wow. Because she was trying to protect my, my mom and my sister. So, oh, my gosh. Okay. As, right. So if, if moms and dads refuse to change something or some things about this, I say – that is not okay because mm-hmm. you can stay and think you're helping your kids and you are not. You're not. And obviously abuse is never okay. However, right. in my marriage, um, I was not in love with my husband, and but I felt like the Lord had called me into that marriage, and I asked the Lord to change my heart and change my eyes for him. He was not cheating, and he was not beating. Uh-huh. And my mother was the one that kept saying, you need to... I, 
to divorce him because you're not happy and you're not in love and you don't, you're not getting what you want. And I looked in the scriptures and I didn't see anything in there that said that I had an exit plan right. allowed. And I'm so grateful because I, I sat down. You sat down and then what happened? It, it looks like you may have. And he okay. did. Start, start that, start that part. Start that part yeah. again where your mom said, get divorced. <laughs> you didn't see it in the scriptures. And then tell me what you said there because it cut out just for two seconds. Yes, absolutely. I said to my mom, you're a Christian woman telling me to do something that is not scripturally sound. I'm not seeing anything in the word of God that tells me I'm able to leave just because I'm, quote, unquote, not happy. Mm. And when I stood up for my marriage, that was when God started changing everything because he saw or he, he had me see that I was now dedicated and ha had committed and was, was going to expect God to show up, and mm -hmm. God showed up. Wow. And we are truly, we had five years of really bad marriage, and now we are five years in, now we're 10 years married, of absolute, that we are the gross couple everybody hates. We love each other, mm. we adore each other, we are committed to each other, and we are for each other. And I'm in love with him, and I cannot have said that before. And it's because when I finally said, I commit to this, and, and statistics show that when women commit to their marriage yeah. and stand up for their marriage, obviously in the exception of cheating and beating, okay? Right. But when they do that, they stay married. But men will stay married a lot longer than women will. Women, 75% of us, if we commit to our marriages, they stay together. But if women decide they're out, the marriage is over. That's right. what happens. Right. When, when women decide they're out, it's over. Yeah. And many women will come back over and over and over again seven times in an abusive situation. And the seventh time is usually because of the children, which was your scenario growing up. So, right. I'm, and I, mm -hmm. I mean, literally, I wish there were things I could unsee as a child. Yeah. And what I did as a child is I looked toward families that did not treat each other that way. And I would try to spend as much time at families' houses where the dad loved the mom and the mom loved the dad. And, and what I would say ultimately is you stay in your marriage for your marriage mm -hmm. and you decide to commit and you do something different. You make changes about you and that person makes changes about them, but you can't control them. So stay I in your marriage. I could control my husband, but I could control my attitude stay for in your, your marriage. marriage. You do not stay in it for your kids. Your marriage. That's a good word. Correct. And, and I really appreciate you Correct. taking the time to share your experience. And I'm so glad Thanks. you hung in there. And God turned it around yeah. as he turned your heart and your mind around. So way to go. Okay, Sherry. Thank you. What a Thank blessing. you guys. God bless you now. Take care. Well, what an encouraging uh, story to see that God can turn things around. Anonymous is in Landover, Maryland. I'm going to go there. Hi, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hey, good evening, Dr. Anderson. Good evening, sir. God bless you. What are you thinking? Uh, so, once again, it's a great topic right here on this uh, Marriage Monday. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, you couldn't have picked a better day <laughs> to uh, bring this topic up because uh, I've been I've been separated from my wife for 14 months now. Uh-huh. Uh, in terms of separation, uh, wrestling with, you know, going back and forth about who's going to file a divorce, who's not going to file for a divorce. And, right. I mean, just a whole lot of crazy stuff going on. but. Mm. Um, to your question and to your topic, 
I, I don't think that, just like the last caller said, for the sake of the kids, if you have two willing parties that's willing to make that work, right? not just because of the kids, okay. but because of this is something that God wants and something yeah. that, you know, as a couple, you want as a couple. Right. I can see that, you know, working out for the kids. Right. But how, what if but, you're um, a couple and you don't want it to work? Your spouse doesn't want to be with you or you don't want to be with your spouse. Do you still stay in there because of the kids? So, she, you know, like us, no. like Sherry said, stay in the marriage for the marriage. But how if what if you know what? I really don't want to I really don't want to be married to you. I mean, I'm married to you, but I really don't want to be. Should I stay or should I go? No, you should go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. yeah. And the only reason why I say that because, like the last caller said, you know, like my wife, she wants out of the marriage. And she's right. showing that she wants out of the marriage by her behavior, her right. attitude, the way she, you know, the way that she communicates. And see, the kids can pick up on those kind of things and they could be affected by that. Right, right. So, what would be healthy for? Not only for the two parties is involved, you know what I mean? It's healthy for the kids to have a peaceful environment. If one person really wants out, you know, got to let them go. I think that's probably best for everybody. Gotcha. Well, I appreciate you sharing your thoughts with me, Anonymous and Landover. When I get back, I'm coming to you in Silver Spring. I'm coming to you wherever you are. So give me a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. Hey, it's Norm with A-Action Home Services here. Did you know a single running toilet can quietly waste over 1,000 gallons of water in a single day? For only $99, our experienced and professional plumbers can perform a whole house plumbing system inspection to confirm that your home's water shutoff valves, toilets, faucets, and other fixtures are all leak-free and operational. So give us a call today at 703-922-1900. That's 703-922-1900. And you too can say, problem solved. Hi, I'm Mark Finley with Hope Lives 365. Have you ever been so burdened that your life is filled with stress and anxiety? There's what I call stress vulnerability points. We all have different stress vulnerability points. Some people under stress get a headache. Some people under stress break out with terrible rashes. Some people have a burning sensation in their stomach. Some people have pain in their joints. Knowing your stress vulnerability point will enable you to know how far you can go in a given activity without having that activity impact your body. If you have a stress vulnerability point, if you feel under stress, take the counsel of Psalm 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. You can hear Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Finley seven days a week. Check for program times on WAVA.com. Have you liked us on Facebook yet? If not, head to WAVA.com and find the Facebook Like button. 105.1 FM, WAVA. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week 
people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898. And you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. with you on WAVA 105.1 FM. It's Marriage Monday. Um, We have Marriage Monday every Monday. Of course, it's followed by Tough Topic Tuesday. That's tomorrow. Wisdom Wednesday, Theological Thursday, Open Phone and Friday. And then on Saturday, we have a special edition just for you. Well, today we're talking about parent marriages. Have you ever heard of that? Parenting parenting marriages. These are marriages that stay together uh, instead of getting divorced because of the kids. You're co-parenting. It's an arrangement where, you know, um, the marriage may not be healthy romantically, but financially and because of the kids, you want to stay together. So is a parenting marriage healthy for your children? Well, we heard from Sherry. It's not. It wasn't helpful for her because uh, once the parents got divorced, the, the kids were saying, what took you all so long? <laughs> you know? All right, an anonymous call from uh, Landover, and he's you know separated for 14 months from his spouse, just trying to figure out who's going to file first. And by the way, who should file? Have you ever thought about that? That could be a topic in and of itself. But he doesn't think you should stay together just for the kids. One thing Sherry said is you should uh, stay in the marriage for the marriage, not for the kids. Uh, does somebody disagree with that? Do you have a a viewpoint that no, uh, if there's not cheating and if there's not um, you know physical abuse. Just because there's no romance doesn't mean that we have to pack up and leave. Stay together. Raise those kids. And, um, you know, once they're 18 out the house, then then have another discussion. But right now, for the next three years, these kids are 15 and 14. Next three to four years, we're going to stay together. Uh, We're going to get some dinners in there. We're going to get some vacations in there. Um, You know, we're going to co-parent. Well, I want to know what you're thinking on this topic. 888-432-7434. As promised, I'm going to Stephanie in Silver Spring, Maryland, so let's go there. Hello, Miss Stephanie. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi. Hi. It's Bethany. B-E-T-H. Oh, Bethany, like in in the Bible. Yes, Yes, in the Bible. That's where she got it from. Stephanie ain't in the Bible. <laughs> well, that's on all my lattes when I go to Starbucks, so I'm used to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, my call screen it must work at Starbucks, so sorry about that. So, <laughs> so what do you think about this topic, Miss Bethany? So I love that you have this topic today because my husband and I discuss this so often because he comes from a two-parent household, mm-hmm. and I come from a two-parent separated households. So what that is, is my parents were, my parents were not together in the same house, but I saw both of them every day. So one took me to school, 
one dropped me off at home and was at the house until the other one came home mm. and they didn't speak. Like I never, like I, I probably didn't see my parents speak honestly until I had a baby and got wow. married. And I was always weird about them being in the same room together, uh-huh. but they spent their time doting on me. So really? like as their child, I was their only child. Okay. So they spent their time doting on me and I just felt like it was great. I got the bol- the best of both worlds. Like my parent, like I got my mom and I got my dad and I was with them all the time. Really? Like I met both of their families. Now, were they dating it other was people? amazing. No, my mom never really? remarried. My dad did. He did date someone else when I was like in kindergarten and they got married. But of course they fell out because my dad is my dad. But yeah, so, <laughs> you know, he never, he never had more kids or anything, but um, my mom did not. And Eric, my husband always says like, that's why it worked. Huh. Like, it worked because your mom did not, she was not focused on herself. She was focused on her daughter. She was huh. focused on you. And so, but conversely with him coming from a two parent home, I feel like he saw some things and heard some things that happen just regularly in a two-parent home because adults are adults and, you know, you have arguments and things. And I'm just like, sometimes I'm like, should parents stay together if they're going to be like that? Like, they can't control themselves enough for their kids to not show their kids a tumultuous relationship. Right. Like, I had the hope. Like, we're married. We've been married. We, we dated in high school. We're together now. Mm-hmm. So we, got, we, got, we have a baby. You know, we have our baby. And, you know, I had the hope of what I wanted a marriage to look like. I didn't see right. my parents, but they let me know what didn't work for them. Right. You know, my dad, oh, you know, she did this. She did that. She did this. I was like, okay, that sounds a little bit like Eveism. You know, right. that sounds like Eve. You know, I understand that she wanted to do those things. Right. And then for her, you know, he was like this. He was like that. He was like this. And I'm like, okay, so you had to I hear both that, sides, but though. men are kind of. Yeah, I'm like, men are kind of like that. But, I mean, this was once I was an adult. I never oh, heard I that see. stuff when I was a kid. Now, they never even acknowledged each other What do you think would have happened if they lived together in I the was same house? Married. What do you think would have happened if they lived so under I, the same roof? I, I was very clear that if anyone falls in their separate houses, because they're not married now, I'm like, if anyone falls or gets hurt in their separate houses, you're, you're going to be together. Uh-huh. Um, but uh-huh. my mom is very, like, open to... The relationship, I uh, think my dad was hurt because she was the one who filed. Okay. So I think he was hurt that they couldn't work on it. They had right. counselors and all these things, and why don't you try this, and why don't you try that? Gotcha. But she was so upset by that point right. that she, um, you know, didn't file. Do you but, know why she you know, my husband brings up things. Wanted it. Why she filed. Yeah. She wanted it because of her own childhood trauma okay. and the things that she was looking for. That's TV, I think, Got you know, it. I Love Lucy. Yeah, there's some Got things it. that just show you what life mm-hmm. is supposed to be and life isn't actually that way. You have to yeah. do the work. But you, and because you survived she that somehow. Didn't, yeah, because I saw it. I saw. I was like, okay, I can see you didn't really do the work, Mom. And I see you, mm-hmm. Dad, like, you know, you have your own things going on. And just like my husband and I, we have our things going on. But at the end of the day, we have the heart right. for each other. Right. So even though we may argue, like even the last couple of weeks, we've been arguing so much. And we argue even about this topic. He's like, really? a two-parent home, a kid is always going to do better right. in a two-parent home than a one-parent home. And I'm like, that's not true. Oh, I see defend- a lot of kids that come from defending- two-parent homes. You're and- defending your upbringing. Yeah. Well, is, is he in the yeah, house? Yeah, because I'm like right, right, right now. Is he at work? No, or are I'm driving. You at work? Work? I'm driving. You're driving. When you get no, home, no, I'm driving from work. Okay. Yeah. When you get home, give him a hug and say, "I want to be with you in a two-parent household." 
Yes, I do, but I want him to feel love on the people who come from a one-parent household, you know, because he'll say things like, oh, you know, I didn't want to marry someone from a one-parent household, but I married you because you were different. I'm like, well, that lets you know that's not true. Just say, honey, that's going to hurt some people's feelings, so be more sensitive. Yes. That's all. I wish that he was. He will be. You just let him know. That's not his personality. Don't defend him. Instead of defending it, let's just say, honey, you may just say, honey, you may be right. I know it's gonna be hard for you, but I'm just saying, honey, you uh, may, you may be right. And what's the next sentence? But <laughs> it's much more sensitive if you don't say that. That might hurt other people. And see if that might work. Yeah. Yeah, he needs Philippians four eight because he's very big <laughs> on what is true. I know, but the I other know. whatsoever is. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I think y'all going to be all right. You sound like a He's great like, person true. to me. I know, I know. Hey, well, thanks for kicking it with me today, okay, Miss Bethany? Of course. And I like that, I like that much better than Stephanie. God bless you, okay? I know. <laughs> all right, <laughs> bye. Bye-bye. I'm coming right back. I want to hear from you. What do y'all think? Divorce? Stay together for the kids. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. or do you know someone that needs encouragement? Dr. David Anderson has compiled his sermon series, Be Encouraged, into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others. For a donation in any amount, we'll send you a signed copy of the book. To make your donation, visit andersonspeaks.com, click on the donate button, and we'll send you your copy today. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Mr. Andrew Altman on the line. He's the owner of Best Buy Waterproofing. How in the world are you, Mr. Altman? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. What products do you offer besides waterproofing? And the reason I ask you that, Mr. Altman, is because I know that when I needed, uh, you know, all the water in my backyard that was running like a river, I needed it drained, and you were able to put a drain there so we don't have a river in the backyard anymore. It sounds like you do more than just waterproofing in the basement. Yes, we do a lot more. We offer roofing, siding, basement remodeling, crawl space encapsulation, kitchen and bath, mold remediation, crack injections, and stamped concrete. Also, porches like we just did for you. Let me ask you about the financing. If somebody wanted to finance uh, the work that needs to be done, whether it's a screened-in porch, one that we have, which is wonderful, or whether it's uh, they got to get a new roof, everybody doesn't have a lot of money to do it. Do you have a way of helping people? We offer all types of financing. We finance everyone. It doesn't matter what their credit is. 
We're here to help everyone. We have no payments for 12 to 18 months. We have zero financing. We have low monthly payments. We finance everybody regarding their credit. We're here for everyone. That's BestBuyWaterproofing.com. Where if people want to call you directly, they can call you at 844-980-3707. Thank you for your partnership, Mr. Andrew Altman, with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you very much. We are so grateful. live right here on WAVA 105.1 FM and we are talking about marriage it's marriage Monday we're talking about something called a parenting marriage is a parenting marriage uh, a viable alternative to divorce Mm -hmm. let me know what you're thinking Uh, give me a call at 888-432-7434 and let's go to anonymous who's in Gainesville, Virginia. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I'm doing well, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. So glad you're hanging out with me today. What do you think about this topic? <laughs> Should marriages uh, I think it's stay a, together for the kids? I, I think they should. Um, I've been married for uh, about 38 years. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and it's it's been a rough go, but um I fell out of love with my wife um probably 25 or better years ago. Oh wow, okay. Uh, basically basically because of her actions what she was doing. Okay. Um what was she doing? But I I stayed from uh, she had a, she still do have a gambling problem, drinking problem, mm. um, saving problem, money problems that she can't deal with money. She have to spend every dime. Oh, wow. Okay. And, um, it's, um, it, it's been rough, but still I stayed for my two kids. Mm-hmm. I, I stayed, I had a wonderful job and. And um, I was blessed. I prayed and went to church and prayed, and the Lord just blessed and blessed hmm. both of my kids. Um, and and there was no uh, fighting, yelling, screaming, cursing, okay. or any of that. Right. Uh, we was just together. We and I showed her love, especially around my kids. Right. And both of my kids went to college. They are very successful. Uh, they have families of their own now, wow. and they're they love their wives because dad and mom was together. It's you know, and they love their wives. But my wife and I, we are we're basically roommates. We're still together. Okay, we're just roommates. There's are, no are y'all standing in the same, stand in the same bedroom. Yes, sir. We are. Okay, so you're a, you're a good married couple who just doesn't have any romance between you but you don't have any rancor between you either you're just living your lives together as roommates correct is she okay with that as well or both of you kind of like you know what this is our life this is how we're going to spend the rest of our lives this is our calling we're committed 
let's live it out. Is that kind of what I'm sensing? Uh, yeah, somewhat. Uh, sometimes she um, she gets a little upset because I'm distant. Uh, there's no infidelity or anything else like that. Um, I am a little dis distant. I open a company. I run a company. I manage a company. And I get up every day and go to work. And but you're mad at um, I come home. You're hurt. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's what it is. I am. You're hurt. Very you're hurt. mad at her. And I'm, she, I'm she's, very... she's never repented over that either, has she? No, she hadn't. I, I think uh, I tried think to she... get her help. And right. But if she did she repent, don't want it. She... if she did repent, though, if she just said, you know what, I've been messing up all these years, honey. I know money's important and I've just really screwed things up and I'm sorry. I haven't followed your leadership well. And uh, I really want to get help and I really want to. Uh, have this relationship get better would you be open to that i would be i would be very open to that um now she has said hey i'm sorry i'll try to do better and nothing has changed understood not one thing understood. and, and something sometime it's even gotten worse and we just sit down and have a discussion about it not a heated discussion right. where we're yelling at each other or right. anything. We don't do that. Yeah. Um, I'm not that type of guy. Understand. And um, I'll, I will hear her out. Let her speak whatever's on your heart, on you, and we will discuss it. But, but you're nothing done. changed. Yeah, and she needs counseling uh, to really work with her uh, problems. You probably could use something to just work with I, your, your anger, too, don't you think? Uh, yes, I I have considered going to just counseling myself. I've offered to for the both of us to go to counseling, and she said, "No, I can do this myself. I'm yeah. praying to the Lord; He will change yeah, it." And we can see that's and not working. That's been years, and years, yeah. and years. We can no, see that's, that's not working. Not. I, I would go for yourself. Yeah. I'd go for yourself, uh, and then I would encourage her to go right. for herself because she definitely needs help. Um, whether the marriage gets better or not is going to depend on whether she gets better or not, you know, and then also for you, right. as you deal with your issues of hurt and anger, you know, you can forgive, but you're not going to be able to reconcile and love her again with her acting this way. So she definitely does need the help. Uh, but I commend you for staying right. around, for taking care of your wife, your family, your household, your kids. And so I, I really do commend you for that. I would try to close the distance a little bit through prayer and through counseling on your side and let God do the rest. Okay, my friend? We we pray every morning. We hold hands. We pray every morning. I pray for her. Yeah, you're a good spiritual leader. Verbally. Yeah, I hear you. Morning. But, yeah, but your, but your heart. My heart. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and I can't even blame you. My heart is just. That's. Just so done. My yes. heart is just so done. Yeah, I hear you. But I. I hear I keep you. Keep stabbing I, along. You know? Well, keep keep hanging in there. I'm cheering you on. I'm proud of you for what you've endured, and I pray that God would just meet you right in your prayers. That even your heart would begin to melt a bit too. So God bless you. Okay, anonymous. Thanks for hanging with me. Thank you, sir. All right, take care. This is real talk. I'll be right back. Stacy and Bowie, you're going to be my last caller. We'll be right back.
urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. We call it the Bible bus. Get on or off anytime you want as we travel through the Bible. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsel. Now, wise man will hear. That's been the characteristic of all great men, has been that they never reached the place where they felt like they had learned everything. I listened the other night to a young man on television. He's skyrocketed to fame in rock music. And the thing that characterized him was his arrogance. He knows it all. I don't think you could tell that young man anything. But a wise man will hear. Join a faithful company of people on the Bible bus as we go through the Bible. Find out more at ttb.org. Why are so many new vehicles still priced over MSRP? That's something you'll never have to worry about at Passport Auto with most vehicles priced well below MSRP. Additionally, we have the largest in-stock inventory that we've had in years. Hello, I'm Everett Helmuth, owner and president of Passport Automotive Group. At Passport, our customers save on thousands of new and certified used vehicles in the brands you love. BMW, Infiniti, Toyota, Nissan, Mazda, and many. Plus, we provide excellent and expert repair services on all these outstanding brands. With convenient locations in Alexandria, Suitland, and Gaithersburg, we invite you to call us or save online today at PassportAuto.com. We look forward to your visit. PassportAuto.com. Should you stay together just for the kids? Well, let's take our final caller from Bowie, Maryland. It's Stacy. She's on the line. Hello, Miss Stacy. How are you today, ma'am? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking my call, it's Dr. My, Anderson. It's my pleasure, madam. What are you thinking on this topic? Well, when I first uh, got in my car and it was going on, I, I just heard about the whether to stay married or divorce. And uh, whether it be for the kids, if the wife didn't 
loved the husband or the husband didn't love the wife. I fell out of love and things like that. Right. So that's where I really wanted to chime in. Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm, I'm currently married. My husband and I have been separated for about, about five years now. Oh, wow. But we talk. Yeah, exactly. We've been separated for five years, uh, living apart, Kids? but communicating almost every day. Uh-huh. All of our children are grown. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. So Sounds like y'all are friends. I've, we are. We're, we're very good friends. My issue was whether or not I should stay married. He's 10-plus uh, years older than I am. Okay. And I know he loves me dearly, and I love him dearly. I just am not in love with him. Uh, but I've wrestled back and forth with whether or not I should stay married to him because there are some things about him that I'm not particularly fond of and we just don't agree on and things like that. Right. But So what's five years of separation been like? Like, do y'all still get together intimately at all? We have off and on, okay, but it hasn't it hasn't been consistent, and I think I've finally come to the conclusion that uh, that I may as well make the marriage work. <laughs> I, I mean, I just may as well make it work. <laughs> yeah, you might but as well. But I think the separation. <laughs> yes, yeah, you already married to him. I think the separation did us good. Good, yeah. get back together. Are you? Who has the house? Who has the better house? I do. Okay. So it's it's time to in, invite him back home. I, I think you're right. You know what? And, and light the candles. So, uh, you <laughs> <laughs> it's time. Unplug the phone and pull down the shade. You got yeah. it. It's time. It's time. <laughs> cook him a nice meal or order in if you're not a, a good cook. But it's time. Make the next five the best five. Especially if he's ten years old. That sounds good. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree. So I, I agree. That could just be my thorn in the flesh or my cross to bear, and and just putting me aside for a minute and and just do what God would have me to do. And he'll and tur- be a good wife. And he'll turn around and he'll bless you. And he may surprise you with something. You might find out he may be <laughs> older, but you know what? God has something for the for the well-aged wine drinker as well. <laughs> I tell you. Are you feeling me then? Okay, Miss Bowie. Uh, Yes, indeed. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Lord bless you. (laughs) What a a great final call. You got it, Miss Stacy from Bowie. You got it. We just turned something around. I think God's going to do something in there. Lord Jesus, as we close out today's show, I just want to say thank you for Miss Stacy. Thank you for Anonymous from Gainesville. Thank you for Bethany from Silver Spring, Anonymous from Landover, Sherry from Rockville, and every one of my listeners that didn't or couldn't call. Would you just bless them and keep them and give them discernment and discretion, even in the midst of sometimes not really being in love? All this we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, help your children and don't let them fall by the side. Hey, action.